everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Speak to the Beak. I am Tim the Ferds, joined by Joe Wilson, which means you know we got a hockey podcast coming in hot. But Joe, I know you're a little bit of a Met fan, and Francisco Lindor just hit his first Mets home run. So how yeah, exciting so is that? That's huge. I love to see that. Yeah, it's about damn time. But all right, you know, better late than never. I saw the uh, Keith, if you listen to our baseball podcast, sent me a tweet of like Patrick Starr with The Rock. And instead of saying like, it's okay, you move whenever you want, it says, it's okay, Francisco Lindor, you can get a hit whenever you want. Like whenever you feel like it, you can get a hit. So I'm glad he got his first home run out of the way. He'll hopefully go into like a little bit of a hot streak after that as the weather gets warmer. So we're definitely looking good there. But we're obviously here to talk about hockey. So we got a couple of things for you guys tonight. We're going to talk about how we're getting close to the playoffs here. Obviously, if you're an Islander and or Ranger fan, you watched a uh, pretty playoff-esque game last night. Uh, the Rangers did not fare too well, but at least they were playing physical and fast. I'll give them credit for that. Uh, until the third period, then the wheels fell off the wagon. Um, you know, we got some guys who were traded who are already making an immediate impact on their new team. So that's definitely exciting. We could talk about Connor McDavid's quest for 100 points. We'll make some betting picks, some schedule changes, and obviously our game of the week. So we got a lot of stuff for you this evening. Uh, but before we start with that, obviously the same things we got to be doing. Number one, check out the website, beakbrands.com. The podcast is there. Our written content is there. Check it out. Share with your friends. Number two, follow Beak Brands on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. All right, we picked up a couple of followers. That's pretty cool. You can interact with me and Joe there as well. I'm at Tim Ferdinand. He is at Joe Wilson 24. Two E's on the Joe. All right. And then the third thing, which people are actually listening to, right? If you watch on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, the Beak Brands channel, or just search Speak to the Beak. It comes up. We are getting close to. Uh, you know, breaking our all-time for one video, all-time view for one video on last week's NHL one. So just throwing that out there. Uh, And we've definitely picked up some subscribers, so thanks for the hookup. If you're an Apple and or a Spotify listener only, rate, review, subscribe, follow, whatever term you want to call it, uh, the audio numbers are good. If you guys are out here sharing us, we appreciate it. Right, shout out to uh, Dennis Hurt and Hunter Arm. All right, they shared us last week. We picked up some viewers. All right, and obviously, if you don't like us, you can tell us that too, and we can tailor some things to you. Like me and Keith said last week on the podcast, if you're like, hey, my team is always left out, so why am I going to listen? Hit us up on the Beak Brands account, Instagram. DMs are open. All right, we take requests. So whatever kind of fan base we have or the people we're going to tailor the show to right now a lot of islanders and rangers fans because we're new york based so we're going to hit them hard if you want to hear more about the dallas stars joe wilson will stay up until the wee hours of the evening on the east coast so we can talk some dallas stars all right we will make it work for you but with that being said i think joe is ready to go i am ready to go so let's get right into it all right joe so let's start with some guys who are already traded, that are making a big impact, right? So you got Taylor Hall, as of this recording, two goals, one assist, 
Sam Bennett, three goals, two assists, including back-to-back games with a goal. Anthony Mantha, four goals, one assist. And then the Islanders guys, Zay Jack Palmieri, one goal and one assist each in seven games. So out of those guys we just listed, which guy, in your opinion, is playing the best right now for their new team in their short stint with them? And then second of all, which guy is going to pay the biggest dividend come playoff time? Um, I think right now Sam Bennett is playing the best out of all the deadline acquisitions just because the line he's playing on their chemistry seems to be clicking well. He's playing with, I think, Duclair and Huberto, so that's a pretty solid line. Huberto's really underrated. Sorry to cut yeah, you off, I, but I just like I loved him. I've always loved him. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> but um for the long run, I think um either Anthony Mantha or Taylor Hall just because both teams like needed one extra person that well honestly the Capitals didn't really, but since he is there and he is scoring a bunch of goals, that's really big for them. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Sounds like there's a party going on over there by you, Coach Joe. <laughs> windows open. <laughs> oh, man. That's okay. Uh, I was going to say, it's very exciting over there. I say, I'm surprised we've gone this long without a little college interruption. So that's all right. Um, for me, the guy I think is playing the best right now is also Sam Bennett. I agree. Like, ever, I mean, he's like fit in seamlessly. Obviously, Florida has been super hot. All right, they've taken over a share of the lead in first place in their division. Tampa has dropped down to third. Uh, and obviously, you don't want to be the guy that has to play Tampa in the first round. So avoiding them seeding-wise is going to be big for either Carolina and or Florida. So uh, as far as the playoffs, who I think is going to be the most important, I think it's going to be Anthony Mantha. So here's why, right? We all know the Capitals have dudes, right, between Oshie, Ovechkin, Backstrom, Kuznetsov, whatever. Mantha's one of those guys where you're so worried about the other guys beating you that he just single-handedly beats you because you're paying no attention to him. And he get listen, it's happened before where you're just like, this guy is murdering us for no reason. And I think he could be that guy for the Capitals, especially if they get out of the first round. Because if they end up playing, I mean, it's not lock the Islanders get out of the first round, but let's just pretend they do, right? You're going to need someone who's going to be able to score outside of your top three guys because the Islanders do a pretty good job limiting those chances. So Mantha could be that guy for the Capitals. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty solid take. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, see, what happens is I kind of give Joe the pre-show thing here. He has all these ideas in his head, and then I hit him with some stuff that he's not ready for. (laughs) Um, But as far as Hall goes, of course, he scored twice against, you know, us. Yeah. Yeah. That is tough. But, I mean, like we said before the trade deadline, Boston really needed him, and he really needed to get out of Buffalo. I guess since we do it every week, we might as well state that Buffalo was the first team mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. So... (laughs) You know, the continue, continual bashing of the Buffalo Sabres is back. <laughs> I just love how we uh, find a way to smash them every every week. Um, but anyway, so, like I said, uh, let's talk some Islanders and Rangers. If you're a Rangers fan, you might want to skip, you know, a couple of minutes here. 
If you're an Islanders fan, feel free to stick around. Uh, but we're mainly going to talk about it for uh, like playoff purposes, not to bash the Rangers, even though that's going to indirectly happen from this conversation. So, yeah, Joe's yeah. like, that's a great thing to happen. It is. Um, so, look, I-, I only selected this game because I watched it from start to finish, but there's been other games. Like, I've seen Pittsburgh's played some, some tough games late. Winnipeg has been playing some tough games of late. I think teams are gearing the- up for that playoff push, right? Like, they're playing physical. They're really finishing their checks. Their top guys are playing a couple more minutes, getting ready for the playoffs. So what were your thoughts on the Islander-Ranger game last night? Don't take away that the Islanders, you know, killed them. Just the way the game was played to start, and then we could go on to some <clears> other <throat> things. Yeah, like you said, um, uh, like not just before, it was um really fast and physical, and I enjoyed that because it did feel like a playoff game, even though it wasn't really close, as you said, until like the third period. It was like sort of kind of close until then, but we really broke it loose because the Rangers just had a really sluggish third period, I thought. And I also don't know why the Rangers, like, play uh, Igor Shesterkin against us when, like, Gorgiev, like, kind of, like, like, never lets up goals like that when he plays us. Yeah, no, I know. Well, I think Shesterkin's their guy. So, like... Yeah, I know, but, You gotta run him out there, but... You gotta, like, run the hand. Like, Gorgiev, like destroys us when he plays us and like whenever he doesn't play i'm like so confident we're gonna win yeah i mean the the rangers had some opportunities but they didn't capitalize on them i mean the islanders in the first period were playing like a really great game and they didn't put anything in um yeah. for the most part and it was just like you know this is one of those games because the, the way the islanders have been playing it's like hey, this is gonna be one of those games where like they dominate them for 40 minutes and then lose like three two or something like that yeah um that- I would have. What was your favorite goal from last night? Uh, let me look through them. <laughs> I know. I'm throwing someone, some stuff on you. I like Pajot's goal, not going to lie. Yeah, I liked his a lot, yeah. too. I like I like when he scores. He gets really like amped up. He's amped for high. it, for sure. There's no yeah, doubt about that. I'm a big fan Especially. of the Brock Nelson goal, though. Like the um, sick yeah, deflection. Nice yeah. I like those. Who says that? Letty or Palmieri? That was Letty, was that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a nice play. But while we're here talking Islanders and Rangers, obviously we're not here just to make the Rangers fans upset. Uh, this is not one of our questions for the uh, segment here, but obviously we'll talk about it. Do you think the Rangers can catch Boston for the last spot in the East? I know we talk about this a lot, but the Rangers have been, every time we say no, they just play a little bit better. So, like, we have to keep talking about it. They have a series coming up with New Jersey, who, as we know, not very good. And they're playing Philadelphia tomorrow, which I guess if you're listening to this on Thursday would be tonight, uh, who obviously they've dominated. So, do you think they have enough to catch Boston? Um. Well, there's six, two, and two in their last ten. And, uh, yeah, uh See, I was going to go on a thing and be like, they've been playing real well. They're only down six points in the standings. But um, I just like Boston has two games in hand, up six points. Just got Taylor Hall playing really well with him. I don't really see it occurring. But honestly, it wouldn't really surprise me if they went on a hot streak and try to get in for that four spot. So for me... 
I think this is a combination of two things. One, like you said, the Rangers need to be hot, but they're six points back with like 10 games to go, mm-hmm. which means they got to make up some ground somewhere, which means they're going to need someone who's not supposed to beat Boston to beat them in order yeah. for them to catch up, in my opinion. So let's take a look while we're here at the Bruins schedule. I can pull that up real quick. Because yeah. I know the Rangers have a lot of games coming up with um, New Jersey. So the Bruins, uh, the Rangers might be in trouble here. <laughs> the Bruins play <laughs> Buffalo four times um, coming up, which is not good for the Rangers, obviously. But May 6th and May 8th, the Rangers play the Bruins back-to-back games. Ooh. Then the Bruins play the Islanders, and then the Bruins play the Capitals in a back-to-back. When do the Bruins play the Rangers in a back-to-back? May 6th and May 8th. Ooh, I call that for my game of the week next week. Is that next week already? No, it's two weeks from now, isn't it? Two weeks from now, yeah. But okay. I call that game. You want that game? <laughs> All right. So Joe's already <laughs> looking ahead for you Ranger fans there. Um, I think it's going to be close. I think the Rangers, if they didn't get off to such a bad start, I feel like they'd have a better chance at it at, as of this recording, yeah. obviously. But um, I don't know. It's going to be an uphill battle. But ever since Panarin's came back, they've played like really well as a team. Yeah, he's been hot, too. Like, they have the best goal differential in the entire Eastern Conference. I mean, Eastern Division. Yeah, by one. They're plus 28, Islanders plus 27, Penguins plus 27. Um, Right now, Islanders, Capitals, tied for first place in the East. That is going to be big. So, Joe, if you had to choose one for the Islanders, who would you rather play, Pittsburgh or Boston? Boston. Boston, yeah. I don't think that's even a question. I don't want any part of Pittsburgh if I don't have to deal with them. Yeah, exactly. They're a fast team, and like we've said before with the Islanders, a lot of fake good players that get exposed when you play teams that have actual good players. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They just always find a way to, like, frustrate me and the Penguins. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they just beat us in a playoff series this year. No, I know. I know. Uh, just quick note before we move on to our puck out of here segment. Uh, if you're listening to this on Thursday, April 22nd, the Avalanche will be back. Uh, no Miko Rantanen, though. Still on the COVID list, I believe. So that is not great for them. See, I, not good at all. I don't think, right? Avalanche didn't play yesterday, right? No, they're coming back tomorrow. And they are playing the Blues at 8 o'clock. Okay. Because uh, obviously I bring that up because Vegas has recently passed them because Colorado hasn't played a game in, you know, over a week. Mm-hmm. But let's get into it. So puck out of here, or I puck with it. Hopefully you know the rules by now. I asked Joe a question. He's going to tell me either puck out of here, meaning he does not agree, or he pucks with it, sometimes heavily, which means he agrees to varying degrees. So uh, here we go. Number one, the NHL has extended the Western Division schedule up to and potentially past May 13th. So the question is, Joe, will this come back to bite some of the Western teams in the ass come playoff time? Because now they're playing a handful more games in a condensed schedule. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, that can't be 
that can't be the best for um, a Western teams for sure. Because I just feel like they don't really get a, even like a slight break at all between regular season and playoff time. I just feel like they're just going to be playing. But then again, it could be an advantage if they're doing that. If you just like nonstop playing, the team could be hot, a lot of momentum. It could be a good thing. But realistically, like in the long run, like if like a team in the West like was to like to go all the way to like the Western Conference Finals and then the Stanley Cup, I just feel like this like little stint in the beginning could be like a reason why they're like a lot more tired than they should be. So you pop with it? Yeah. Um. Nah. No, you don't. Wait. So, so it was if I think that they're gonna like you think it's gonna gonna come back to haunt them yeah 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 you fuck with it that's what it sounded like to me (laughs) i'm glad i I like how you forget the rules of this game every week where you need to answer the question before you give your response but that's okay we're still working (laughs) on that part you know what i mean first year (laughs) doing the hockey pod it's not like we've done 10 episodes or so already it's fine it's totally fine (laughs) that's all right Oh man, uh, I actually do think it's it could come back to haunt some teams. Obviously, specifically Colorado, because now they need to play all those regular season games they missed, and obviously they were a top contender, I guess, out of those teams. Like, I think they're one of the top five teams in the whole league, if not I like agree. top three. Like, they are really, really good. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. If they either secure the one spot or they're like locked into whatever seed they're in, if they rest some guys going into the playoffs, kind of like how football, like week seventeen, teams oh, will be yeah. like, yeah, you know, let's just sit this guy for ne- like to get the buy or whatever next week, like to get extra rest. Like Colorado, because you have the taxi squad too, you could just rotate guys in and out to get some dudes rest, so then they don't have to play like back to backs and all that right before playoffs. Yeah, but or do they want to fight for first so that they have to play Arizona over Minnesota? Well, that's what I mean. If they're only if they're locked into a spot, I think they'll do that. Like if they're playing yeah. for first, obviously you you're playing like all the way through because the Wild yeah, could actually challenge them. Yeah, I didn't even realize the West is pretty close over there with the uh, the first, second, fourth, fifth place. Yeah, like, the, the West is really tight. Yeah. Real like I want to see St. Louis. Actually, no, I'd rather see Arizona over St. Louis, but close. I mean, I really don't like how they're Arizona and not Phoenix anymore. But like, I, I guess it's fine, you know. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's funny sense. though how we just said the West is really tight, and every single team except the top three is like negative double digits in the goal differential. Arizona negative twenty three, and they're in fourth place in the division right now. Yeah, that's not the best look at all. I guess that'll happen to you when most of your games are against Vegas, who's like a top five team, Colorado, who's a top five team, and Minnesota, who's like a top, you know, 12-ish team in the league. So you could have some problems there. (laughs) Yeah, the Ducks are struggling. (laughs) (laughs) At least they have sick unis. They do have sick unis. Uh, that'll like cheer them up when they get back in the locker room lose five nothing it's like oh at least uniform yeah check social media at least we look super fly doing it yeah all right let's go to the next question so here we go um connor mcdavid is close to 100 points in the shortened season he needs 26 points in 12 games as of this recording 
They're playing tonight against Montreal at 10 o'clock. Obviously, we are recording before that, so the numbers might be different by the time this comes out tomorrow morning. But two things. One is more of a statement. How insane is it that he's even close to accomplishing that in a 56-game season? And number two... And number two, sorry to cut you off because I said two questions, but I guess you don't listen. Uh, well, my answer to number one. Uh, number two would be, does Connor McDavid get the 100-point mark? So I'll say it this way. Will Connor McDavid score 100 points in this season, regular season? Um, I'll say puck with it just because I want it to happen really bad because I think that'd be really nuts and, like, actually crazy because, like, it just shows how much on, like, another level Connor McDavid is compared to everyone else in the league. Okay. But do you think – all right, so you want it to happen, but do you think yeah, it'll happen? Do I think it'll happen? Like, realistically, no, but <laughs> I want it to happen. <laughs> we got to average, like, I think it was, like, 2.6 points per game. I mean, like, it's definitely possible for him, but, I mean, like, I feel like everyone has a rough night or two over, like, the next 10, 12 games. I feel so like. he would need 26 points in his next 12 to pull it off. Yeah. So that's more than two points per game. So it's going to be yeah. tough. The reason I do think he can do it, though, is because it's not goals. It's just points. Like, he could rack up four assists in a game and yeah, cover some right. of that ground. Definitely possible. You're right. yeah. Or, like, another five-point game. Yeah, you're right. It definitely is possible. I think for him to do it, it can't be, like, two points a night, two points a night. Like, he's going to need two games where he just, like, loses his mind and puts yeah. up, like, four or five points. Yeah, he's going to need a couple of four or five-point games for sure. I agree. I also just want to say while we're here, I want to continue to reiterate, if we drop this man off in 1975, he'd put up like 250 points a year. It'd be stupid. Probably like 300. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's so good. Everyone else yeah. is like, they're happy if they get 100 points over, you know, like two full seasons. This guy's playing one abbreviated season. He has a chance at it. It's insane. It's completely yeah. insane. All right, last puck out of here question of the night. So here we go. I said I only had two, but this one I had to keep secret. So, Joe. Yeah. Will you actually get a betting pick right for tomorrow night? Uh, yeah, I'd fuck with it. <laughs> I had to my picks again to, like, make sure, like, I actually saw them hitting because, like, Last week, I was like, yeah, these will hit. Like, I was confident about it. But, like, now I don't even know if I'm confident anymore. You've had a tough, like, three-week stretch. I'm not going to lie. But that's all right. Yeah. We're going to turn the ship around. We're going to head in the right direction. I mean, it's just, like, one and one, like, every week. Except I went 2-0 and that one week, and then last week was 0-2. That was disaster you were bugging you were like am i like it was like the first period you were like i'm really about to go oh and two right now like right off the bat you knew it i knew i knew i was going (laughs) the islanders were just playing horribly and then i saw the uh, i saw the flyers tied it up against the penguins i was like yeah i'm going oh and two it's just that type of night i trust me that was may week two right off the bat just coming out of the gate stumbling but we've been cruising since then so let's wet the beak a little okay so if you're new to this we give you some betting picks. Obviously, we're trying to get Joe in the right state of mind here. Um, these picks are for April 22nd, which is a Thursday. 
We are 17 and 15 on the year. Uh, not great, but we're still above 500, which means we'd be Positive. up money. We'd be yes, up money. Sir. So, you know, I guess that counts for something. So I'm going to give my pick first because I got the pick first this week. We'll go back and forth. All right. So all right. my first pick is going to be the Rangers minus 152 against the Philadelphia Flyers. All right. So this one's pretty uh, self-explanatory for me. Joe, do you remember the last time what happened? The the Rangers played the Flyers. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad for the Flyers. I'm not gonna lie. It was pretty bad for the Flyers. And how about the time before that? It was even worse. For the <laughs> it was Flyers. even worse for the Flyers. And like Joe learned, um, I don't think the Flyers got very mad about it. If they were I thinking hope, about it. <laughs> I hope the island. Uh, I hope the Flyers put on a pound. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, but look, all jokes aside, the Rangers have really outplayed Philadelphia the past handful of times they've played them. For whatever reason, Zabanajad against the Flyers looks like Wayne Gretzky in 1985. Uh, it's just ridiculous. Um, and that's pretty much the only reason I'm going to pick them. I just think the Rangers are a bad matchup for the Flyers. I just don't think they match up well. Yeah, I like that take. Well, I hope I so, considering the last time you went against that take, you looked foolish. <laughs> I did look foolish. <laughs> All right, what do you got as your first game? Um, I'm going to take Dallas minus 180 tomorrow against Detroit. Um, Just really trying to get back in the groove of winning some games. They're 5-1 and one against Detroit this season. They're on a four-game win streak. Two and two in their last ten. Hopefully they can stay hot. Hopefully they win. I think it'll happen. <laughs> a lot of hopefully's in there. It's not very reassuring. Got to be hopeful. Yeah, that's true. You got to be hopeful. Is right. Uh, my second game: Winnipeg Jets plus one twelve against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Look, I picked them last week in the same matchup. They came through for me. Toronto has lost five in a row. I've been saying it for two or three months. I think Winnipeg is just better than Toronto, even though they didn't get off to the best start. When you look at the standings, Winnipeg 6-3-1 in their past 10. They are the best defensive team in their entire division. They're four points back of Toronto for first place in the north, and they have a game in hand. If they were to win this game, that would be massive for them. I think both teams know it. Obviously, Toronto is on a bit of a skid. Like I said, five straight losses. Six straight losses might be time to panic a little bit just because all year I haven't thought they were as good as they've been playing. Uh, but I'm going to go with Winnipeg. Positive side of the money line. I think they're the better team. So that's my second bet of the night. Solid. Real, real solid. Um, For this one, Carolina minus 120 against the Panthers tomorrow. Um, looks like I'm taking both teams that have done really well against the other team this season. So hopefully that doesn't go against me. 5-0-1 against the Panthers this season, and Panthers are on a three-game win streak. So hopefully we can uh, cut that out. Yeah. And that'd be sick. Carolina and Florida both incredibly hot right now. Very. So it's going to be overtake Tampa in the standings. collision course. 
We'll see what happens with Joe's pick there. That'll be one to monitor. I already know if Carolina's down like one goal in the first period, you're going to be freaking out. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah. I, I just, I'm really, I'm really hoping for a Dallas win tonight. That That's that's the one that I was like, all right, I think they win. You can bank so on that, yeah. We have those two. Like, when you look at the games, you're like, yeah, this one I feel super, super, super confident in. This should be it's good. Like, what do you want me to take? Like Bruins minus two eighty, Lightning minus two seventy. Like, come on, it's a joke. <laughs> While we're Wait, here, the, thank God you stopped me from taking Washington oh against Buffalo. <laughs> minus three thirty five, and they lost to the Sabers. Thank goodness, man. That would have been an issue. Yeah, that would have ended up on the Beak Brand social media right there. Can you imagine if we were, like, super, super, super popular and, like, Buffalo Sabres fans hated us and I picked the Capitals and they won that game? That would have been the end of my Twitter mentions yeah, for eternity. Got you would have got killed <laughs> online <laughs> by all Buffalo Mafia fans all oh, across. Man. Good thing we're not that big yet. Yeah, <laughs> good, good thing we're not that big yet because that would have been catastrophic. All right. Um, so, look. We can wrap it up real quick with our game of the weekend. I picked first, so I'll let you go first this time. So who do you got and why? Yeah, my game of the weekend is the Capitals versus the Islanders on Saturday, 7 p.m., and it's also on ESPN+. Plus. There you go. It's going to be a super good game because both teams fighting for first place and i feel like both teams really don't want to play the penguins in the playoffs so yeah should be a good one that's a huge game for both teams i agree with everything you just said i don't think either one of them wants to play pittsburgh if they can avoid it uh, especially the islanders they yeah. just don't like as we said before they do not match up well with pittsburgh and the islanders and capitals will be playing each other a few times, if I remember correctly. Uh, we could double check that, though, because I just want to make sure. Um, yeah, they play Tuesday the following. Yeah, Tuesday. so they play, what, two two more times? Yeah, it's looking like that. Yeah, so actually, no, they have... They played that one. Oh, okay, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Yes, so they play Thursday, Saturday and tuesday so three times in the next three games there so i knew i was right about that um so after, what after the islanders play the capitals like these two times we just have the rangers sabers and devils left on the schedule i just i got happy about that, it yeah that's pretty nice that's pretty nice uh my game of the weekend is penguins bruins 3 p.m national television on sunday obviously the reason i'm picking that game when you look at the standings pittsburgh 61 points bruins 58 points it's not out of the realm of possibility that one of those teams could grab the one seed which is a scenario that me and joe have not even looked at as of right now mostly i think the capitals are the best team in the division and obviously joe is a very hopeful islander fan I have acquired a few more years of PTSD than he does, so, like, I'm waiting for it. Uh, but, look, if the Penguins go on a little streak here, because the Islanders and Capitals play each other a couple times, as we just said, and they split, the Penguins could hop both of them. And that's one way to avoid Pittsburgh. Let them pass you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, no, we don't want to pass him for the second the second spot. That'd be an issue. No, like, that would be an issue. Second, we get there, that would nah, that'd be tough. That would be tough. So, Indeed. look before we tease next week's show. Quick reminders: check out the website beakbrands.com. Written content podcast, go do it. Number two, two, two. All right, Beak Brands at Beak Brands on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can interact with me and Joe there as well at Tim Ferdinand at Joe Wilson twenty four two E's. Right. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, like the video, share it with your friends. If you like what we got here, you can post it to your story on social media. Help your brothers out. All right. Also, if you're a Spotify and Apple listener, subscribe, rate, review, follow, etc., etc. Okay, so what we got coming up next week here. We would be within one week of the start of the playoff race. All right. So we could have some potential locked-in playoff matchups, depending on what happens over the weekend. We could have... Some pretty, you know, solidified matchups. We can give you a preview. Obviously, we have other news and content that comes in throughout the games. Um, we'll have you everything covered heading up to playoff hockey, right? There's not a lot of teams that are mathematically eliminated already, which is nice. Uh, and like I said before, if you have a team that you would like to be spoken about a little bit more, because you're like, hey, these guys leave out my team, hit up at Beak Brands on Instagram. I either comment on a post, send a DM, right? We got you covered there. So, Joe, if you're good, I'm good. I'm excited for playoff hockey. So, super excited. We're getting, we're getting super close. We're getting super close. All right. So, until next time, me and Joe are going to be out of here, and we will see you or you'll hear us next Thursday. All right. (laughs) 